from Riverside Recovery next on Reboot Your Life. Coming up on Reboot Your Life, a doctor has a medical revelation while in France and brings it back to California. Now, it's a way of life for many. Plus, we'll talk to a Florida woman who has transformed from a life of mayhem to that of meaningful contributions to society. It's next. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you use insulin or have had hypoglycemic events, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-413-6441. 800-413-6441. That's 800-413-6441. From Riverside Recovery, it's Reboot Your Life. Experience the ultimate reboot of your journey. Start anew and rediscover you. Transform your story. Rewrite your life. It's Reboot Your Life with Carrie Harrison and Ashley Neal. Carrie Harrison with you along with Ashley Neal. And thanks for listening to Reboot Your Life, where we help you get back the life you love through life hacks for recovery, the science of addiction, and tons of valuable insights, expert advice, and relatable stories of human experience. This podcast and broadcast is where knowledge meets inspiration, where health and wellness converge in the dynamic universe of exploration, recovery, and helping you get back that life that you love. And we all know what that means, right? And it's different for all of us, but I think we all miss it. You can also enjoy our anytime podcasts on all major platforms. Just enter Reboot Your Life and make sure you like us when you do that. Listen or share. Plus, you can shoot us a text or a voice message with anything that's on your mind 24-7. The phone number for that is 323-8-REBOOT. Again, that is 323-8-REBOOT. And whenever you send that text, you will have to spell that out numerically. Uh, We're fortunate that old-fashioned numbers are still on your phone. And if you have a Western Electric or a Bell rotary telephone, you can't send a text anyway. But you could leave a voicemail. (laughs) Hey, Ashley, what if you found out that your emotions could actually control your level of wellness and that this has been measured in actual chiropractic results? Let's go back to the beginning. Let's talk about a woman named Dr. Emma Wagner, whose odyssey began with a childhood marked by the influence of her father, a French army medical doctor. She was battling chronic headaches from a young age. She embarked as a holistic healing quest on that, eventually discovering the transformative power of energy healing and homeopathic medicine. Now, not everyone knows what homeopathic medicine is, so we're going to have to find out what that is, too. Her venture into chiropractic unfolded by the age of 21 and guided by the revelation that the body possesses, ready for this one, innate, in other words, built-in healing abilities. Now, haven't we all hoped that was the case? To find out that maybe it is, is kind of cool. Alongside her husband, she pioneered chiropractic practices in France, later specializing in something called network spinal Network Spinal Analysis, or NSA, not to be confused with the ones listening in on your phone calls and monitoring your downloads, but the other NSA, which is a technique emphasizing self-healing and well-being. The Wagner's journey expanded to include what they call brain learning strategies for success or bliss to tackle things that affect so many of us like ADHD and more. We'll get into some of those challenges that many of us might relate to. Now they're running the San Clemente Vitality Center, where they focus on five pillars of health, mindset, nutrition, 
the brain and nervous system, environment and toxicity, and purpose and emotions. So, yeah, this is a departure from traditional medicine as it looks, uh, well, medicine in your gut, believe it or not, controls things. The bacteria there, uh, how your natural electricity connects your body, your mind, your soul, all through your spine. The bottom line, we're often misguided by our own self-limiting habits. The future, as Dr. Emma Wagner envisions, is in cultivating healthier habits. But how? Well, we all want to know. Dr. Emma Wagner, welcome to Reboot Your Life. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you so much for, I'm so excited. Well, we're glad you're here. We're also glad you have a French accent, which, you know, turns everybody listening on. You've been told that before. Oh, a French accent. It's not like, oh, a German accent. Hot. No, we love a good (laughs) French accent. So you are so welcome here. Let's talk about a a pivotal moment that you must have had that inspired you to blend energy medicine with like Western traditional functional medicine. The pivotal moment, oh my goodness. Um, you know, when I, when I was 12, I met my first spiritual guardian angel. I was on a car trip and I needed a friend and I went into the clouds and I met Max. And Max has been my spiritual guardian angel since then. And it's my, it was my first real experience with this outer world, energy world that I didn't know much about. That was not my normal, not my dad, which was a military medical doctor, very traditional. And so I, my mom was my support, was supporting me in exploring what this guidance was, what and how to tap into it. And when she, I was 16, she took me into Silva Mind Control. And then that's how I really got into the, the power of the mind and how to tap into my internal wisdom. And so I was very young. I didn't know much. And I really wanted to acquire more and more information about how to, to, be, to better myself because it really started with that journey of bettering myself. And so I learned and I was guided into chiropractic work and recognizing the power of the physical body and to expanding and how to take care of your physical body and how when your physical body is feeling better, your mind is feeling better. And the more my physical body started getting better, the more my mind became active and powerful and the more I was able to get into meditative state and tap into that manifesting power that a lot of people are talking about today. Uh, We're talking to Dr. Emma Wagner, and for people in recovery, the idea of mind, body, and spirit, this is not an odd concept. In fact, it's absolutely critical that the three work together, that they be treated simultaneously. Well, it makes a lot of sense to people. And so what you're saying is that if you get the physical container in, in which you live, this, this car that you live in, your body, you get that thing functioning right, then the rest of it can also fall into place and you can actually, exactly. yeah. Exactly. And that's how it started with me is that I was a, a odd, a little bit autistic young kid that was very asocial and not comfortable around people and getting into my physical body and understanding how to work this physical body better allowed my my mind and allowed myself to accept who I was, how different I was, and 
allowed me to to lean onto my gift, onto that spiritual world, onto the energy healing that I was getting involved into. And it started to click and make sense. And the more it makes sense, the more you're attracted to it and the more you want to know about it. Well, I wanted to ask you, when you talked about chiropractic medicine, I, w- I was telling Carrie, I said, you know, I have a chiropractor. So when I learned that we were going to be doing this interview, I was like, oh, I know what this is all about. <laughs> And that leads me to say, you know, most people, especially in the United States, think that chiropractic care is just a back doctor. So um, it turns out, though, as you know, that it's way more. Can you explain the difference between chiropractic and traditional Western medicine? So chiropractic is uh, as the base to look at the nervous system. So the nervous system, the brain, the spine and the spinal cord inside of it and the nerves that comes out of the spinal cord. To so that's the base of chiropractic because that's nervous system, and the idea is to stimulate the nervous system to make it work better, to encourage it in connecting better. So in my work line of work, we said that the the spine have five gifts, the, the nervous system have five gifts. The first one is function. You have to have a good nervous system that functions properly. The brain, which is a master control, and the different nerves that goes into communicating to the the different organs and muscles in the system needs to communicate well for the system itself to work properly. Then the second gift of the spine is emotions. We live through emotions. Emotions is our energy in daily life. To have proper emotion, we have to perceive our environment and what's going on into it. And this is through the nervous system. Consciousness the consciousness that we are more than just this physical body and we're not just this locked in and we are connected to the world outside to the animals to the planet and to our other fellow humans so this is that gift of consciousness is a gift that comes through the spine so because of all those gifts that are coming through the spine, the chiropractor comes in and is like, well, what if I can stimulate that nervous system, stimulate your brain, stimulate your body into working better? And by making it work better, we find people just like first releasing into their system and feeling safe and sometimes for the first time in many years. And so you're feeling, you're, you're for the first time feeling safe in your body and you're like, wow, okay. And then the body, because it's safe, can put in place strategies that where it heals itself. And that's the the, the sympathetic versus parasympathetic state. So now that the body feels a little bit different, something has shifted. You're not into that state of fear, that state of trauma. We can expand into, wow, can we heal? And from that state, so we can stimulate the body into connecting and optimizing. So there's different steps into the chiropractic mindset. And it's really about taking people where they are and helping them realize what they can be and giving them tools to get that brain and nervous system working better. Wow. I mean, this is so exciting because we all intuit this. We've all had personal experiences. And let's just reintroduce you here for people joining us right now. We're talking to Dr. Emma Wagner, a doctor of holistic health care. Her nickname is the Body Whisperer. 
And she's not just your average practitioner, she's a pioneer in the art of harmonizing the physical and emotional realms of well-being. With a career spanning of over two decades, Emma's unique approach blends chiropractic care, energy medicine, functional medicine, and nutritional coaching. And after researching her own chronic headaches, she unlocked the body's self-healing potential in this odyssey through the realms of health, vitality, and the, well, let's just call it the quirky dance of life. Uh, speaking of quirky, I have dyslexia, so now we all know it's never going to be unheard again. I also have ADHD. Isn't it exciting for me to try to write something or pay attention to something for more than one minute at a time? There's something that you do that has helped children with mm -hmm. these particular challenges. And I know I ain't the only one. I mean, not everyone might admit they've got dyslexia or ADHD, but I can hear a lot of ears went up and said, okay, now I want to hear mm -hmm. this part. So I grew up with dyslexia and ADHD, autism, very weird, awkward social. And I, I protected myself and I and the, we know that the brain works and the brain is plastic and the brain can evolve. And as I was growing up, I was able to expand beyond what my condition was. And I think I never was really diagnosed with it. But when my son was growing up and started noticing the same pattern with him and with my skills as a chiropractor and the knowledge we had gained, we were like, there has to be some things we can do to help him function better. And it started getting a problem when he was around 10 or 11. Uh, his teacher came to us and he's like, he has behavior issues. And he was getting sick more often because we were not in control of the food as much. So there was a lot of trigger that inflames the brain. And so when we started looking at what are those triggers that can stop the brain from functioning properly, we realized that the brain was the main issue in dyslexia and ADHD and autism. And so we started learning how to really like connect the brain better with the body and how to implement to a metabolistic approach to it. So diet and nutrition and making sure that the gut was able to intake what it needed to function properly, for the body to function properly, for the brain to function properly. So there's definitely that gut brain axis that's very important in ADHD and autism and really finding the triggers and the cause of why those kids are suffering from ADHD, autism, dyslexia, and how to trigger the brain into working better so that we can get rid of dyslexia, ADHD, and autism. So having really all of it, except the autism that I know about, um, what is it that the average guy, me, uh, somebody in recovery, what, what might I do? You talk about the gut. A lot of people are going, what, what do you mean the gut? They're thinking you're talking about a giant belly that I have below my neck. That is not what you mean. You're talking no. about where I digest my food, my intestines. It's where you digest your food, your intestines. So the gut needs few things to function properly. It needs good microbiome. So we hear a lot about microbiome uh, supplements right now and how successful they are in helping the gut works better. So microbiome is really important. A lot in the, in the kids, it's looking at what they're putting into their system that is very inflammatory. So we know that gluten, dairy... And other substances like sugar can be very inflammatory in the body and in the gut. And that inflammation is going to create 
a lot of trouble into the brain and stop the brain from working properly. So the idea is really to make sure that the gut has everything it needs to function properly and remove everything that it doesn't need to, re- to work properly. So we remove the inflammatory food, we remove the parasites, and we add the substance that the body needs. It can be omega-3. We know that in kids, omega-3s are really important for the brain to develop properly. We're looking at microbiome for sure. And sometimes digestive enzymes, sometimes GABA. Depends a little bit what's going on in the system. And not every kid that have autism or ADHD or dyslexia is the same. Is that exactly the same problem with it? So it's good to check in. The other things that we're doing in the office is really to give exercise at home to to help stimulate the brain so that the brain can be retrained and work differently. We do a lot of cross crawl. So cross crawl is bringing your hands and bringing your elbows to your knees. I know we don't see me very well here, but it's that idea to cross crawl. And that cross crawl can really be good at stimulating the brain. So the cross crawl just by itself, it's easy when you add eye movement. And so the first level is to look toward the side that your your knee is going. The second level is to keep the eyes going the same way. The third level is to turn your head one way and turn your eyes the other way. So by by using tricks, we can force the brain into getting stimulating and regrowing parts that are, might have not grown as well during childhood. Dr. Wagner, do you have a story, a patient success story that you can share with us that includes all of the tools that you use, like plants, essential oils, natural living? Is there anything so we that have, comes to mind? We had that kid that was, um, that started our program. He was nine I believe and he started he had never had a birthday he was not good in school his teacher was mom was like I'm at school every week the teacher wants to talk to me every week we're doing our best there's it's hard for us to even communicate with their kids because after a few after a month or two of care she's like I'm starting to recognize that my kid did not understand us we started working with him and she's like, we started having conversation in the car where at first the conversation in the car was, please do this. And he was looking at her and was like, oh, okay. It was might be able to do this if it was a very clear directive. But after a month or two of care, he was like, able to have a conversation with mom, able to remind mom that they had plans, able to do this and that. So with him, we did, um, there was a lot of good health. There was a lot of food intake that was not good in the house. And the main thing with him was gluten. So one of the first thing we did was, okay, we are removing gluten. And that was an issue because it was very addicted to gluten. And that's something we're seeing with kids that have ADHD, autism, is really that the, the gluten is transformed into a substance that is close to an opioid in their system. So they become dependent on it. Really, and, and, and removing it from the system is like removing a drug from from what they were looking at. So, and, and just, and that, just to be clear, gluten is 
is added. I, I don't I don't mean to do a rabbit hole here, but not everyone people have heard of gluten. Oh, it's gluten free. I don't know what gluten is, but it's gluten free. Mm-hmm. Gluten's uh, uh it's like glue. It's added in in this country into things like bread and wheat and all of that. And it has, as you point out, all of these secondary effects that we didn't even know about before. So gluten is interesting because gluten is a uh, is a normal part of the bread. But in the 1970s or 1980s in the U.S., they transformed, they hybridized the, the bread, the wheat, and transformed it in a substance that's harder to digest. That's why we're seeing more and more products that are gluten-free because people are less and less able to digest it because they really transformed the wheat in this country in the 80s. But that's a different problem. So now people are having a problem digesting bread, which was one of the main food for generation and generation in Europe where, where our ancestors were there. So now we're, we, we, we're missing that it's, it's a food that's not a food anymore. And our body doesn't recognize it as a food as much. And it's transformed in, in our body in a way that it cannot be digested properly and create issues. And that opioid transformation is one of the biggest issues we're seeing with it. Let's end quickly, Dr. Emma Wagner. Carrie Harrison with you, by the way. Ashley Neal, this is Reboot Your Life. We're talking to Dr. Emma Wagner. As you can hear, I mean, this is an extraordinary new learning experience for me. I've I've been aware that there's more, but I haven't ever had an actual doctor be on here and tell me, here's what more means. And Mm -hmm. it's actually very exciting, especially for any of us in recovery, people looking to improve our lives, to upgrade, upskill, uh, be more knowledgeable and take command and agency over our own physical bodies so that our brains work better and being a dyslexic ADHD, I mean, all that wrapped into one. What a fun afternoon I usually have. I can't even type. I am that dyslexic. It's it's embarrassing. People look at me like you're an idiot. I'm like, well, it's not really idiocy, but it's something else. But but now I know how to better explain it. Um, I, I would definitely yeah. recommend chiropractic care. Not necessarily in our office, but chiropractic care have been shown to really help with dyslexia by re-helping connect the two sides of the brain. And so some chiropractors are more into that neurologic chiropractic basis because some chiropractors are more sports chiropractic. Some chiropractors are more energy medicine. Some chiropractors are really interested in that neurology aspect. Some chiropractors are really into the nutrition. We're trying to take pieces from the different chiropractic and the different healthcare models because we recognize that it's not just the pieces that are important, it's the whole. And looking at how to, like one individual might have, you might have dyslexia, but your dyslexia might not be a digestive issues, might be a brain issues. And it's about how can we trigger that brain into connecting better the dots into your own system. All right. Uh, well, there's a challenge that, that I'm going to take on. <laughs> let's let's end with uh, your book, Shattering Habits, which explores the concept of what you call learned programs, which we've mm-hmm. all learned. We've all been programmed. and We've all learned yep. it well, and we all live like that. And you guide individuals in shattering self-limiting habits. Exactly. Self-limiting habits. Yep. Well, well, all creatures have habits, really. We all have habits. We, we do things because this is how we're training ourselves. And some of our habits are created from a very long time ago, from when your parents were your parents. And they gave you those habits and you kept them on. And some of those habits are really good and some of those habits are not so good. 
So it's important to revisit those habits and seeing are those habits good for you or are those habits not so good for you? And if they're not so good for you, would you like to just stop using them? But it takes it takes time because it's you have to decide which one of those habits that you're doing is good and which one are not. And how, and very often it's about replacing them with something better. We've been talking to Dr. Emma Wagner, doctor of holistic health care. Her nickname, The Body Whisperer, we now know why. Not just your average practitioner or pioneer in the art of harmonizing the physical and emotional realms of well-being with a career of over two decades, approaching blends of chiropractic care, energy medicine, functional medicine, and explaining to us basically the many broken parts that we may all be experiencing and how they can be repaired and put back together. Let me give out her website so you can check and learn more. It is San Clemente, as in Richard Nixon, even though you have no connection, I'm sure. That's as I'm just saying that because it's a mnemonic device here in the U.S. S-A-N-C-L-E-M-E-N-T-E, San Clemente Vitality.com. One word, San Clemente Vitality.com. And we both want to thank you so much for coming on today, Dr. Emma Wagner. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. More straight ahead. Are you familiar with Riverside Recovery of Tampa? Well, they offer a profound, all-embracing approach to addiction treatment. With a dedicated team of empathetic professionals, Riverside Recovery is committed to guiding individuals on their path to enduring recovery, using a variety of science-backed therapies, counseling, and support services. Riverside Recovery values the individuality of every recovery journey. Their tailored treatment plans respond to the specific needs, the hurdles, and goals of each resident, providing effective aid regardless of whether you're taking your first steps in recovery or maintaining your progress. With Riverside, recovery isn't just achievable, it's an influential journey towards a healthier, brighter future. The testimonials of those who've undergone treatment there are evidence of rediscovered self-worth and potential. Located on the tranquil Hillsborough River of Tampa, Riverside serves as a peaceful haven promoting self-discovery and healing. They acknowledge that recovery is about more than just overcoming difficulties. It's also about finding your innate strength and resilience. The Riverside Recovery's committed team are your empathic allies in your recovery journey. They comprehend that genuine healing involves the mind, body, and spirit, meticulously dealing with all facets of addiction. Riverside Recovery is your haven, providing a continuous stream of hope, nourishing the seeds of long-standing change and rejuvenation. Discover more at rrtampa.com or reach out at 800-871-5440, 800-871-5440, From Riverside Recovery. It's Reboot Your Life. Did you know that Reboot Your Life is on every major podcast service in the world? Now you can hear us 24-7 on demand and share us and like us with your friends. Keyword, Reboot Your Life on every platform from Spotify to Apple, iHeart to SiriusXM's Pandora, even Overcast and TuneIn. So join us online and share us with everyone you know in recovery or who could benefit by hearing these shows. Let us know what you think of our podcasts and throw in some likes and stars for extra love. Now we're always here for you. Let's reboot your life wherever you get your podcasts. Life 2.0. It's your life and your reboot. It's Reboot Your Life with Carrie Harrison and Ashley Neal. Carrie Harrison with you along with Ashley Neal. And thanks for listening to Reboot Your Life where we help you 
get back to life you love through life hacks for recovery, the science of addiction, and tons of valuable insights, expert advice, relatable stories of human experience. You can also enjoy our anytime podcasts on all major listening platforms. Just enter Reboot Your Life and make sure you like us when you listen or share. Plus, you can shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail with anything on your mind 24-7. The number for that is 323-8-REBOOT. Again, that number is 3238-REBOOT. And if you do that as a text, you're going to probably want to put that out in numbers because, well, there's not a cell phone in the world that understands the letters. We just found that out over the weekend, though we gave away a book and a lot of people, they figured it out and they let us know. So we're letting you know. We're going to embark on an odyssey right now through the extraordinary life and times of the one and only Allie Gilbert. Who is she, you say? She is a true Floridian marvel, a true Floridian woman. You know how you see in the news, a Florida man, she's the Florida woman, born and bred here in the Sunshine State. Allie has waltzed to the quirks of Florida, living with the grace of a seasoned salsa dancer. And trust me, that's no small feat in a state where even the wildlife is plotting your demise. (laughs) Now, let me intrigue you with a tale that begins in the year 2012, a time when bongo jeans were a distant memory and flip phones were still all the rage. Allie found herself ensnared in the clutches of addiction, a predicament that, in the great tradition of Florida sagas, led to the Marchman Act and 12-step groups. Fast forward to 11 years, and here stands a strong woman of recovery, a Florida phoenix rising from the ashes of misadventure. But wait, there's more. Allie is no mere Floridian. She's a real estate smarty pants. As a real licensed Florida realtor, full-time support specialist, and transaction coordinator with Dalton Wade Real Estate Group, Allie stretched through the world of property dealings like a catwalk model in a housing market fashion show. Rumor has it she plans to snag her <laughs> broker's license one day, because why settle for palm trees when you can have the whole real estate empire? Now, before you think she's all business and no play, let me assure you, Allie is a mom extraordinaire. Three tiny humans and a canine companion that I'm still surprised that she adopted bask in the glow of her motherly prowess. When she's not wheeling and dealing in all things real estate, she's diving headfirst into the quintessential Florida experience. Fishing, hiking, paddleboarding, kayaking, you name it, she does it. She's a bit of a Florida woman. Well, now I want to meet her. Yes, and I want to start by telling you that Allie and I have been friends for 10 years. And she is one of my absolute favorite people. We have a lot of inside jokes and we have a ton of fun together, but we also know very intimately each other's pain. Most recently, we've been talking about how navigating the holidays can be different for people in recovery, much less those who haven't found it yet. Most of us spend time with family at the holidays, whether that be biological family or chosen family. And those relationships can be especially stressful this time of year. I want to make sure that we touch on that later in our conversation, but we will save that for the end. Allie, welcome to Reboot Your Life. Happy to be here. Allie, one of the things that just stuck out to me, one is is there is fun in recovery. I think we just totally laid that out, that it's not black and white, dull, sit in the corner and just get dusty, that it is technicolor on steroids, a fun, brand new, cool, exquisite life with so few limitations. Um, but this, this, there is the holiday season. 
there is the real world that we still have to interface with. And uh, I like to think about how, say, on New Year's Eve, which is upcoming, or maybe by the time somebody hears this, they will have already been through New Year's Eve. But for some reason, they don't put police caution tape around chocolate cake. Now, why should they? Well, in a normal world, chocolate cake is chocolate cake. For some reason, once a year, people like to soak the thing in bourbon for three weeks in advance, put it out there, and don't tell anybody. And, you know, here you go to have a nice slab of chocolate cake because you're in recovery, and sugar is, let's face it, our favorite food for food source. And the thing is, like, you can see fumes rising out of this. There's a lot of extra stuff to navigate, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. There's definitely a lot of extra stuff you got to pay attention to. <laughs> Well, there we go. <laughs> I think today we're all today we're all navigating like how we feel because we all had that extra piece of chocolate cake not soaked in bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think for me a lot of the extra things to navigate tend to be like uh emotional speed bumps. Um I feel like things affect me a little differently than they might affect somebody who, you know, doesn't struggle with addiction or like isn't in recovery. Um I feel like uh, things kind of catch me off guard, like maybe somebody does something or says something that uh, maybe a normal person wouldn't be so affected by it, but it hurts my feelings a little extra. And then I have to be um, really cautious about what I say and what I do after that. That tends to be my speed bump. With people that deal with uh, drugs and alcohol at some point, apparently there is no automatic governor built in the brain. It's not a problem except if you're living in that body, um, anxiety is 20 times greater than other people. Uh, depression is 20 times more intense than other people. And so uh, insults or even jokes can be magnified off the scale. And I think a whole lot of what recovery is about is learning how to modify what do I hear, translate it, throw a little ice water on it, down to something that's manageable and just deal with that part. And it's a practice, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I think it usually starts, at least what I've learned throughout my recovery is it starts with my expectations, um, especially around the holidays. Like sometimes I can have these really grand ideas of like what might happen and what it might look like. And a lot of times I let my own self down because I mean, people don't always do what I think they're going to do. And a lot of times they have their own ideas. So if I kind of like, right out of the gate, just squash my expectations, go ahead and expect that somebody's probably going to act up and think about what are some steps that I could take in the moment to deal with it that I'm not as caught off guard, you know? Allie Gilbert, you mentioned or was mentioned earlier, the Marchman Act. Uh, people outside of Florida probably have no idea what that is. Um, there's 5150s in California. There's different codes and terms for maybe the same thing. What is the Marchman Act? So the Marchman Act, I always relate it to like the Baker Act. So you're going to get Baker Acted if you're suicidal, talking about harming yourself, and uh, you are held against your will for a certain amount of time somewhere safe. So the Marchman Act is like that, but for people with like a drug or alcohol problem, um, I had never heard of it before it happened to me. I was so <laughs> shocked that they could do that. <laughs> um, so they basically, you know, take you somewhere, hold you, and then they get the process started you know, towards recovery, whether that's going to be treatment, you definitely get a court date with a judge. Um, and they kind of take over your life for a time. 
Yeah. And just so people know, too, the Marchman Act is like a um, civil action. It's not criminal. It's not something that's going to go on your criminal record. Um, and it's actually an intervention that a family, friend, um, co-worker, really anyone that's concerned for your well-being, uh, they know that you're using drugs or alcohol to the detriment of yourself they can file that in the court system and that's when that entire process will take place of um, someone picking you up. I think it's probably a law enforcement officer picking you up and taking you to an assessment center and then you'll have a court date. And essentially a judge will say to you, you know, um, you you have an op- two options. Uh, one, go to treatment. Two, go to jail. <laughs> uh, and most people don't want to go to jail. So, uh, but there are people that will. Um, because they're not really in the place where they're ready to, you know, get sober. But fortunately, um, Allie took the uh, path of least resistance. You've probably encountered, as many of us have, um, you'll be standing in, a, in an innocuous environment. You order a Perrier or a fizzy water and it comes in a little glass and you turn and look away and you look back. It's the exact same glass, but suddenly there's vodka in it. And that's because the waitress brought a refill for someone else, put it there by mistake, et cetera, et cetera. This is just part of, of, of life. So there's some tricks that I do, for instance. If I put a glass down and I look away for more than one second, it does not belong to me anymore. I know it's crazy, but it's gone. It is someone else's. And I'll take a napkin and wrap it around the glass. And if I look back and that napkin is gone, you know how it soaks in with the sweat from the glass? That's my cue. If there is a can of, say, Diet Coke, I squeeze it and dent it. Sure, it looks terrible on somebody's table, but I know it's mine. Because if I look away and look back, it's somehow been replaced. Do you have little tricks that you do also, Allie Gilbert, that help? So oftentimes, if I'm going, which I don't, super too much go to places like that. Like, but I have a couple times my employer has had a Christmas party or like a social gathering and I went, uh, I bring my own drink. So I bring a big cup and I fill it up with whatever I want. And I hang on to that thing like it for dear life all night long. That's my go-to, but I will have a Shirley Temple, which is a Sprite and grenadine. And I hold on to my glass. I don't put it down. From Riverside Recovery, it's Reboot Your Life. Did you know that Reboot Your Life is on every major podcast service in the world? Now you can hear us 24-7 on demand and share us and like us with your friends. Keyword, Reboot Your Life on every platform from Spotify to Apple, iHeart to SiriusXM's Pandora, even Overcast and TuneIn. So join us online and share us with everyone you know in recovery or who could benefit by hearing these shows. Let us know what you think of our podcasts and throw in some likes and stars for extra love. Now we're always here for you. That's Reboot Your Life wherever you get your podcasts. Riverside Recovery of Tampa was created to offer state-of-the-art treatment options to people suffering from addiction. The model was developed to meet clients and their families where they are at and provide them with the tools and education needed so that they can achieve long-term recovery. No two people are the same, and no two people have the same experience with addiction. And it is for this reason that we tailor each treatment plan to the unique needs of each individual. Located alongside the Hillsborough River in the heart of Tampa, Riverside Recovery offers the full continuum of care. And what that means Means is that we offer medical detoxification, residential care, day treatment, intensive outpatient, and outpatient levels of care. The program at Riverside is focused on high-quality clinical care offered in a safe, 
comfortable, and serene environment where everyone feels empowered to change the course of their lives. The stigma that surrounds addiction continues to be high on the list of reasons that people do not seek help. At Riverside Recovery, we are working to change the narrative and empower people to recognize addiction as a disease, not a moral failing. We can recover, and we do, as evidenced by the thousands of people who have taken that courageous first step and asking for help. The staff at Riverside understand what it's like to recover. In fact, over 75% of our staff are in long-term recovery. If you or someone you know needs help and are ready to seek treatment, call Riverside Recovery of Tampa at 1-800-871-5440. That's 800-871-5440. You can learn more about the treatment we provide at rrtampa.com. Again, that's rrtampa.com. Life 2.0. It's your life and your reboot. It's Reboot Your Life with Carrie Harrison and Ashley Neal. Well, these are important tips and tricks because none of this is really ever taught to people and they just have to sort of figure it out as they go. And, and as we know, with any kind of oops or slip or whatever, it's motivation. You know, what was your motivation? If, it's, if it happens completely out of the blue by mistake, uh, you know, we can survive and navigate through it. But if we use it as a, a little permission slip to make a bad choice, then it's different. But I, I love the idea. Bring a jug, bring, a, bring your own canister and hold on to it. Why not? You and Ashley, by the way, are old friends. And we heard that earlier. And you guys actually started a podcast together. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, because I imagine you talked about many of these issues. Yeah, I have. So it's really cool. It's really the first time that I've ever had anything to do with a podcast. I really never even listened to them. She really likes them a lot. Um, but, you know, when we started getting together to do them, I mean, we've always had these very like in-depth conversations about all different kinds of stuff. And then now it's just like a little more organized way of doing it, which is really cool because it requires more restraint and uh, more research and more just organization than just having a regular conversation. But the vibe is the same. And yeah, we've gotten to talk a little bit about our recovery and like life issues and things that have come up. So it's been pretty cool. Allie Gilbert, Florida-born, Tampa Bay-raised, self-proclaimed Florida woman with a flair for real estate and recovery, battling and triumphing over addiction, not only mastered the intricacies of the Marchman Act, which we've heard all about, now we know, all know what it is, and 12-step recovery, but also conquered the realms of real estate, parenting and podcasting, even a juggler of life's many adventures, a mom, an outdoor enthusiast, and a co-captain of the Broken Minded Podcast. And this one happens to be called Reboot Your Life. Carrie Harrison with you along with Ashley Neal and thanks for listening to Reboot Your Life where we help you get back the life you love through life hacks for recovery, the science of addiction, tons of valuable insights, expert advice and relatable stories of human experience. You can also enjoy our anytime podcasts on all major listening platforms. Just enter Reboot Your Life. So Allie, let's talk a little bit about the holidays. We are recording this episode right after Christmas, and I'm sure there are a lot of people that are hungover from either too much booze or too much family. How do you navigate the holidays? Maybe tell us about your experience this year, how this year has been a little bit different, regardless of who is around and quite frankly, who isn't, and um, talk a little bit about how you have been able to 
really process some things in life through things like podcasts and talking about your work and real estate. And um, we actually are planning to do an episode of another podcast on New Year's resolutions. So this year for me, I mean, holidays have always been challenging, but this year has been a little different for me. I'm recently separated for the second time with the same marriage. The kids are a little bit older now. So there's just been a little more, it's just a little more delicate. There's a little more, a few more plates to spin. Um, I mean, the way that I just have made it through the holidays in general over the years is learning how to set boundaries, um, learning how to listen to my brain and my body. Like when I've had enough, I've had enough. And it's okay for me to say like, hey, guys, it's been great. It's time for me to go home. Um, You know, this is true for me in the holidays and just throughout my recovery in general, just because somebody calls or texts me doesn't mean I have to answer just because somebody asks me to do something doesn't mean I have to say yes, I have to keep my recovery in the forefront, no matter what is going on. Um, even if I'm not feeling like using right now, if I get overwhelmed enough, or enough stuff is going on, or like was already talked about, um, you know, it's available or something's going on, I'm still, you know, I have to be mindful that I'm still just a human with, you know, the disease of addiction. And that could lead me anywhere if I'm not careful. So um, and you're, you're an expert in real estate, and you're an expert in recovery. So looking into the future, what would you say is your best advice for giving someone who is maybe looking into real estate or recovery here in Florida? Um, I mean, looking into buying real estate, hit me up. I'm your girl, (laughs) you know, looking into getting your real estate license. It's hard, but anything is possible. I never thought this would be where I'm at. Um, looking into recovery. It's definitely, even when things are hard, like this year is hard. It still is better than any holiday that I ever had when I was in my active addiction by far, as hard as it's ever been in recovery, it's still been better than it was when I was out there. Well, this is a a wonderful musical note of happiness and joy for many people who have not gotten as far as you have, but it's always good to see here's what it looks like down at the end of the rainbow and yours is still evolving and ripening. So we love a good success story, which of course is pretty the average story that we get to hear when people just do this life, this recovery life. So we want to thank you. And thank you, Ashley, for bringing in your friend and also introducing us to your podcast. Uh, What is it again called? It's called the Broken Minded Podcast, which is really (laughs) um, a a play on words. Um, You know, one of the tenets of recovery is open mindedness. So a lot of the conversations that we have are kind of looking at it from the lens of maybe a broken way of looking at things. And by the end of the episode, we always try to be open-minded and looking at things differently. It's reboot your life. You know, starting a new year can be an opportune time for anyone in recovery to reflect on their progress, to set goals, to reinforce their commitment to a sober lifestyle. So here are some do's and don'ts for anybody thinking about recovery for the new year. Let's start with the do's. Do reflect on achievements. Take stock of your accomplishments in the past year. Look back and celebrate the milestones in your recovery journey. Two, do set realistic goals. Establish achievable goals for the upcoming year. This could include personal growth, career aspirations, or health-related objectives. Three, do create a supportive environment. Surround yourself with positive influences. Strengthen connections with supportive friends and family. 
Four, do engage in sober activities. Plan sober and enjoyable activities to celebrate the new year. This might involve attending recovery-focused events or spending time with loved ones. Five, do establish healthy routines. Develop healthy daily routines that include regular exercise, proper nutrition, and sufficient sleep. And sleep cannot be understated. That is a huge one. Six, do attend support meetings. If you happen to be part of a recovery group, continue attending meetings regularly. These can provide ongoing encouragement and total understanding of what you're going through. Seven, do seek professional help. If needed, consult with therapists or counselors to address any challenges or emotions that may arise during the transition into this new year. Now let's take a peek at some of the don'ts. A lot of these are obvious, but you know, it helps to hear them. Don't isolate yourself. Avoid isolating yourself during the holiday season. Reach out to your support network if you're feeling overwhelmed. Don't neglect self-care. Remember to prioritize self-care. Neglecting your well-being can contribute to stress and trigger potential relapse and trigger all kinds of other things too. Don't Participate in high-risk situations. Steer clear of events or environments that may jeopardize your sobriety. Politely decline invitations to places that could be triggering. We heard it earlier. Just because you invite, you're invited to the dance does not mean you have to go. Don't overcommit. Be cautious not to overcommit yourself. Maintain a balance between work, personal life, and recovery commitments. Don't neglect stress management. Develop effective stress management techniques. Neglecting stress can make any of us more vulnerable to relapse. Don't lose sight of recovery tools. Continue using the tools and coping mechanisms you've learned during your recovery journey. Whether it's journaling, uh, mindfulness, or other techniques, stay connected to what is working for you. And finally, don't rush the process. Recovery is a lifelong journey. So avoid putting unnecessary pressure on yourself to achieve perfection quickly. Just take it, as they say, one step at a time. Remember, the new year is an opportunity for growth and renewal. And by staying mindful of these do's and don'ts, anybody in recovery can navigate the transition successfully and maintain a positive trajectory in their journey toward lasting sobriety. Carrie Harrison with you, along with Ashley Neal, and this is Reboot Your Life, and special thanks to Riverside Recovery for helping get this information out, putting it in the mainstream so that people seeking recovery, people in recovery, know they are always connected with reminders, upgrades, life posts, goals, and solutions. If you happen to need one right now, you know where you can go, where you can find help. Wishing everybody a happy new transition as we pop into 2024. And if it's already 2024 when you're listening, welcome home. Did you know Riverside Recovery of Tampa embodies a holistic approach to addiction treatment? With a team of compassionate professionals dedicated to guiding individuals toward lasting recovery, Riverside Recovery provides a comprehensive range of evidence-based therapies, counseling, and support services. Riverside Recovery understands that every person's journey is unique. Their personalized treatment plans are crafted with care, addressing the individual needs, challenges, and aspirations of each resident. 
whether someone is navigating the early stages of recovery or seeking ongoing support, Riverside Recovery stands as a steadfast partner on the path to wellness. At Riverside, recovery is not only possible, but also a transformative journey toward a brighter, healthier future. Ask folks who've been there, people who have rediscovered their inherent worth and potential. In the serene surroundings of Tampa, Riverside is a peaceful retreat of tranquility conducive to self-reflection and healing. Riverside Recovery believes that the journey to recovery is not just about overcoming challenges, but also about discovering your own inner strength and resilience. The dedicated staff at Riverside Recovery are your compassionate companions on the road to recovery. And they recognize that true healing encompasses the mind, body, and spirit, all while comfortably addressing the many aspects of addiction. For those seeking a sanctuary of recovery in Tampa, Riverside Recovery is a place where the river of hope flows steadily, nurturing the roots of lasting change and revitalization. You can learn more at rrtampa.com. That's rrtampa.com. Or call 1-800-871-5440. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you use insulin or have had hypoglycemic events, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-413-6441. 800-413-6441. That's 800-413-6441. Introducing the Reboot Your Life Hotline. We've set up a dedicated phone number so you can leave your comments, questions, or even a piece of your own life story whenever you feel like it. Feedback matters, and we know you may have something you want to get off your chest. It's an easy number to call or text 323-8-REBOOT. 323-8-REBOOT. Again, that's 323-8-REBOOT. Did you know that Reboot Your Life is on every major podcast service in the world? Now you can hear us 24-7 on demand and share us and like us with your friends. Keyword, Reboot Your Life on every platform from Spotify to Apple, iHeart to SiriusXM's Pandora, even Overcast and TuneIn. So join us online and share us with everyone you know in recovery or who could benefit by hearing these shows. Let us know what you think of our podcasts and throw in some likes and stars for extra love. Now we're always here for you. That's Reboot Your Life wherever you get your podcasts. Learn more at rrtampa.com. Reboot your life today.